What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Group. And back in the saddle again. Brown Bag Lunch Group coming at you. Devin Drew up in Gloucester, Massachusetts. How's it going today, boys? It's going great. Glad to be back. I know we went on a little bit of a hiatus. We started pushing the social media, starting to build that following. I want to thank everybody who's interacted on social media and listened to us. We really appreciate it. We're going to keep on grinding here. How you doing, yeah. Jeff? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back on. I've only been on for a few minutes so far, so I'm looking forward to <clears throat> really getting going with you guys. Awesome. After those Love couple it. of recuperation days that Drew was talking about, we got some exciting news later on in the show about a recent acquisition that the, the company, the Brown Bag Lunch Crew, made today. And then our guest today will be Spring Breaker, my cousin out of Melrose, Massachusetts, Cal McDonald. Uh, he's coming in with some intramural stories, but we are going to grill him for headed down to Florida <laughs> during peak Corona, peak coronavirus. Uh, you hate to see it. I'll just say tough. that. Yeah, not good. And let's get right into it, fellas, for the first segment of the day. It's going to be our favorites out of the brown bag. Uh, this is going to be one of our staple segments, hopefully. But Drew, why don't you lead us off on a story that got us thinking about this topic? Yeah, so... I'll start off by giving you a little taste, a little lick of the topic. We're going to be discussing the differences, um, you know, likes and dislikes and your preferences of aluminum cans versus plastic bottles. Everybody's favorite discussion. So it was a mere, I want to say, you know, I would guess three to four years ago, maybe we were at Destino's. I know you guys are both very familiar with it. Um, it was, I think, in the summer, a nice hot summer day. Uh, heat was just raining down on us, eating some chicken fingers, some fries, just some heavy fried food at Justino's. And we all love our our summer sodas. We uh, we sometimes call Sunkist, especially the drink of the summer. Absolutely. Uh, that is drink not a summer. patented uh, trademark, but we're looking to get to that point at some point. For for those of you asking, uh, I don't. Anyways, we're we're you know stuffing our faces at Justino's hot summer's day, like I said. And then we start to crack into the liters of Sunkist. And when I tell you, that stuff <laughs> was like metal in my stomach. Now, <laughs> we're at a point now, let me just say, like, we're back at my house. Like, we've already eaten. You know, we've already kind of put some real dents into these Sunkists. And, you know, I go to fire up the old PS4, start playing some games, and Curtis is done with his Sunkist. And I'm, I'm probably, I would say... 35 40% done with it and like it's a hot summer day and when your hands are holding it it's starting to get a little you know it's not doesn't have that crisp chill to it anymore so it made it even tougher to really get down and you know I love my sun kiss just as much as the next person and it got us thinking like what do you really prefer at the end of the day on a hot summer's day is it a, an aluminum can or a plastic bottle I know depending on the the restaurant or the store that you go to you're going to get either but um, you know, at least for me, I, I like a nice freezing cold aluminum can. I want to go in there, grab that can out of the case, and I want my hand to be like physically, like not in pain, but definitely in shock <laughs> just the, of the mere temperature of the metal. So I'm a can guy myself. I think I always will be. I feel like I could slam like 25 cans in like five minutes, no problem. But 
you put that one leader in front of me, and boy, am I going to struggle. So let me hear what you guys think. Dev? You're talking like it's like 40% alcohol or something. It's sunkiss. You mean you couldn't get it down? It was, like I said, hot summer's day. A leader is not a small amount of sunkiss. Because it wasn't like opinion. ice cold. Yeah, and it's like at some point I'm like, eh, I don't even really want it, but I have to drink it because it's like the <laughs> it competition. It was a challenge. It was a challenge at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with the, I, it depends what it is to me. So if I'm going to Destino's, I know that I'm going right in and I'm taking the plastic bottle of Sunkiss. That's what I prefer there. I don't know why it tastes better out of the plastic bottle to me, especially Sunkiss. If I'm having like a nice cold Coca-Cola, I'll take that aluminum can all day. Um, but it, it, it tastes different. I know that it does. I have never once thought, you know, oh, this Sunkiss is now hard to get down because it's not nearly as cold as when I as when it first started, but I, almost, I think it depends what the drink Almost defensive. Almost it, defensive. Coming it, off as defensive about it. It wasn't the, the temperature. The I don't think, Fadru, I think it was the mere volume. His little stomach just could not handle one. <laughs> he said he could put down kiss. 25 of them. If in the they can, were in a metal bang, bang, bang. You know what I mean? You just go. But the bottle, it's like it's sitting there in your warm hands on a hot summer's day. It's he like well, lead in your stomach. But the can's not a Yeti, right? It's not like a Yeti can that's going to keep it colder. Oh, it keeps no, no, it colder. It, no, There's it no just, doubt in well, my mind. I think you it think keeps so? it colder, but I also think it has to do with like mentally. That's a it's just a weak can that you can just slam in a few sips if you're thirsty. Like there have been times where I've went to Destinos and I've like my food hasn't got to me yet and I'm already a can deep. And like I'm going for my second can mid like I got like half my cheesesteak left and I'm already cracking my second can. Like you know what I mean? Sir, I don't think we can give you any more sun <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, they usually cut me off after three, but like still. <laughs> Ugh. And then if you think about it, there's really a, a third and fourth option, the glass, which probably supersedes anything if you're going to get a Coca-Cola glass old style. Definitely. But then no you got the it. McDonald's Coke in that paper cup that they give you or a plastic cup, and it just tastes different. I don't get it. I'm a metal can guy. If I'm going to get a soda, it's going to be right now hot, hot can of the week, I would say, is Dr. Pepper. Uh, but once we hit oh. those those Ooh, summer yikes. months, like Drew said, drink of the summer, I will drink Sunkissed from June all the way to September. I don't know how you drink Dr. Pepper. That is not – Dr. I Pepper love, is trash. I love soda. Like I'm a huge, huge soda fan. I'll drink pretty much anything. I do not like Dr. Pepper at all. That's in any, in any In any type of can, it doesn't Do you matter. know what it says on their can? It, it says no, I don't drink it. I don't know what it says. Twenty three flavors. It's got twenty three flavors in there. I it's don't need different flavors in there. Probably it's too complicated. By uh, hey, a mile. Off, off the top of your head, can you name three of them? No, of the twenty three. It says twenty three flavors. <laughs> I trust the marketing brand scheme okay. of Dr Pepper. Their and marketing you know has gotten to you. And you know what? That competition they have every year at those bowl games is fantastic. I mean, the throw it in the big Dr. Oh, Pepper, where it's just a chest putrid. pass. Have you noticed everyone they throw into those is absolutely putrid, too? Yeah. And you I'll, can't watch it almost. It's well, not bad. and you can't even, like, nobody actually throws the ball, which should might, like, be a requirement, you would think, but they just chest pass. They toss it, it like, underhand or yeah. chest yeah. pass, It's right? usually very uncomfortable to watch physically for me. Um, not that I probably wouldn't do exactly what they're doing, but that's besides the point. And just to get back on topic uh, briefly here, I think there's nothing better than like, I don't know why it comes to my mind, but like Cheesecake Factory, I sit down, you know, I've been shopping till I'm dropping a little bit. Yeah. And then I go and sit down at Cheesecake Factory and they give you that glass of Coke and you take that sip and it's like, 
another world just opens oh, the glass, up in your body. Nothing, like, nothing beats the glass. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh my God. There's nothing like it. And I would say that's probably one A and then one B as you as you referred to previously, Kurt. It just hits differently, as the young kids say, the McDonald's paper cup. It just hits differently. It does. And I, I agree with you on the restaurant piece of you walk in, you're always thirsty no matter what time of day you're walking into a restaurant in the anticipation knowing that you're going to get just an ice-cold glass of Coca-Cola. It could be, you know, three liters worth of Coca-Cola. It doesn't matter. You would drink three to four of those every single time. Yes, absolutely. No doubt about it. The glass definitely takes it, but they're not going to bring you an aluminum can, though. No, unfortunately. Uh, Unless I bring my own. Beer, you can get the beer in the aluminum can. They have oil cans, they call them, down in Texas at Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. No, it was Outback. It was Outback because it was a Foster's oil can. It is a ridiculously sized beer in a ice-cold oil can, I guess they call it, but just metal can, and it was fantastic. Wow. Okay. With that, we'll move on uh, and go into – Everybody's got their favorite underwear in the in the dresser. Uh, let's not act act a fool here, but what happens when you get up and you see that favorite pair of underwear or socks or whatever you got to throw on that day versus a bad day when you know you're getting to the bottom of the barrel? You got to do some laundry. Those underwear might be years of age old, and you got to throw them on. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think uh, you know. I think I know we've kind of talked about this a little bit previously, but uh, it can change your entire day, to be honest with you. You hop out of the shower, you get down downstairs, you have a full slate of just stuff going on. I don't care if it's a weekday, weekend, doesn't matter what you have going on. You open that drawer. For me, it's my top drawer. You've got the socks, the underwear, and you see that favorite pair, that go-to pair, and you're like, you just, you just want to do a quick fist pump and be like, let's go. Because you know it's going to be a good day, and you're going to be taken care of by those, you know, those first couple layers, which, in my opinion, are the most important. Like, and on the opposite end of things, like, you could be having a great day up until that point. You open that drawer, and you have the ones that you know have the rip in the <laughs> in the gooch area, um, <laughs> or like the pair that is just ripping the circulation off of you your thighs the wedgie factor is just huge here in the great underwear department because there's some that'll just ride up on you all day and you have to sit there all day knowing you had the bad pair yeah you know it's all about the mindset that you have right i mean you go in you find your best pair of underwear you just know okay it's going to be a good day like you said you know and just so much about your day is about your mindset and your confidence and you can just tell when someone's walking around like they got that their heads up higher they got that confidence and and you can definitely tell when they don't have their best pair on either it's the same effect so it's, de- it's all about the mindset that you have you know and i don't know oh, what's yeah. stopping me from throwing them in the trash really because i have plenty of underwear but it's just like it's reserves. You just keep them in there for bad, yeah. bad situations. You never, I don't know. Like it's almost like it humbles you, right? The best pair wouldn't have that same effect. It's like living through a New England winter, and then you appreciate the summer more. It's like you have to go through those time, those days where you're like, okay, yeah, it's uh, riding up on me, whatever. Uh, you're going through those days, and that makes you appreciate the the good ones even more. That is. True. I think that's spot on. All right, and with that. We're going to roll right into the guest interview. Uh, Cal McDonald, Melrose, Mass. Cousin Cal, here we go. Intramural guest of the week. 
What do you got for us, Cal? And then we'll roast you afterwards for the entire spring break ordeal that you and the sister went on. We'll see. Yeah, so uh, basically in, in intramural hockey at, uh, at Merrimack College up in uh, North Andover, there's typically about 10 teams in a division. Okay, so one through four are, you know, vying or viable contenders for a title that year. Okay. Five through ten, not so much. Okay? One and two get a bye. Three plays ten, four plays nine, you know, whatever. How many games you play in a year? Five, usually five. Just five games. Okay. You have ten teams in the in the league, but you just play five games. You play yes, you play half the teams. That's wild. And then it goes playoffs. And then it goes playoffs. Yes, that's insane. <laughs> it's, an, okay. it's an abbreviated year. Every Sunday yeah. we play. We play every Sunday okay. for five weeks, and then you go into the playoffs. Nice. It's an ice time situation. You know, it's different than basketball and stuff. Yeah, but um, you guys are the club team. No, no, no. Different team. Different team. Oh, this is what we is had, this? You can all, so the rules at Merrimack are you can only have three club guys on an intramural team. Okay. You can't you can't juice any teams. They kind of make it even. Yeah. Do you have any so, girls on the team or is it is it co ed? There are girls. Okay. There are girls. We didn't have any, but there uh I remember there was a girl goalie. Okay. We didn't play her, but Did you light her I up? think she had, she stood on her head a couple of times, I heard. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, she, I think she took a team to the semis. Shut the teams down. Let's go. That's amazing. Yeah. 950 GAA, something like that. I don't know. Okay. But um, basically, we were, the, we were the three seed playing the 10 seed. At so like everybody 11. Gets everybody gets in, yes. Yes. It's like 1125 on a Sunday night. Okay. Oh my God! Wow. It's a cold, cold late February night. Everybody's just you know filing in there. We get we get business to do, and then we'll go home, uh, get ready for class in the morning, go to bed. Yeah. So, you know, first first half goes by. We were up like five one six one something like that. It's we're blowing the doors off this team. Okay. And. We get down to about the last minute of the game. I think it's probably 7-8-1 at this point. And some kid just tries to be a complete hero. We get a D-to-D pass at the point. Kid winds up, tees one up, and just buries this kid at kid's ankle. <laughs> Snaps it in half. Oh my that's Snaps a, it in half. That's a grinder, oh though. Getting put in the body on the line at eight one. Yeah, it doesn't third. matter the score. Doesn't matter the time. <laughs> on elimination, he he doesn't yeah. care. He's gonna go. He's not letting there. that puck through. He's not a he's not a very good uh, swordsman or a sticksman. Yeah, doesn't use his <laughs> stick very well. Yeah. Are there grinders I, in intramural though? I mean, then you're at that point like you're kind of a hardo when it's like eight one. I mean, ab- that's a, absolutely. Absolutely. There's there's no shoulder pad guys, no elbow pad guys. Who's winding up up eight one at the blue line and just releasing an absolute bomb? I mean That's I, I don't know. <laughs> just just wanted a little more glory, I guess, buried in their faces. Yeah, I wanted to go a little bar dizzle. Wow. Right down there. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, any other intramurals up at uh, Merrimack going on that you were part of? Um, I played flag football one semester. I wasn't very good. As uh, as Curtis knows, I'm I'm pretty slow. Yeah. Um, might might so... be the slowest in the family behind Ken's, which is pretty. <laughs> oh Jesus! I think if me and Ken's had a uh, a forty yard dash, I think I could edge him. Oh, I would hope so. so. That have has you, to happen. Have you seen that the a, body? Is that, is that a threat? Is that a challenge? I, I haven't. Well, Ken's, if you're out there listening, don't you talk have bad a about on the table. That's that's a tough. No. We're in a tough we situation a... now with the acquisition. We can't be talking poorly about our uh, coworkers. That's true. That is we need true. a Facebook live of this brown bag uh, brown bag launch crew Facebook live forty yard dash. I want to see it. All right, now let's get into the real topic here, Cal. Uh, let's hear what you did for spring break this year. Give me a time frame. I don't know when. When do you think? What was the dates you went down? March what? I can pull up the exact dates here on my calendar. Give me a give me a just a general range. I I flew out March fifth, which okay. was a Thursday, at three fifty p.m. Okay. Yeah. And we were going to Fort Lauderdale. Gotcha. Um, and the the slander. And the um, the dirt that was thrown on my name for me going is just ridiculous. Well, when I, did you stay uh, down there till? I stayed down until the thirteenth, thirteenth okay. of March. Well, oh. Friday night. Okay, so, so are you saying you were before the big news of like everything shutting down, or I think. What the day was, it was like uh, maybe Wednesday where they started shutting down like the NHL, the NBA. And... It was like March 11th that they started shutting that stuff down. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, middle of that week. And it, it wasn't like – it was bad, but it wasn't what it is now or even in the realm, you know. And I think you guys were looking at it 2020 hindsight – <laughs> but in reality it was just it was you know it was on the edge at the time yeah i mean there's an argument there that it was on the edge i wouldn't say you know there was just no inclination going on that hey this might not be too good of an idea at that point i'm wondering were airlines and airbnbs offering refunds on everything no we we never got offered a refund for anything all right. Well, that sounds a little better on your part, at least, because to, to the defense, people, too. the people who went when there was already refunds being given out in their Airbnb and stuff, and they're still going down to Miami. Yeah, no excuse. Or, yeah, wherever in yeah, Florida, that's, it that's made brutal. it yeah. made absolutely no sense to us because I know Drew was planning a trip and he got to cancel that one, uh, right. got all his money back or at least in vouchers so it can be pushed to the side for later. But it just, right. I'm glad to hear that you were on the <laughs> forefront of this and not during what I would describe as a selfish, egotistical move. <laughs> I don't think I would call it that. I, I mean, maybe the week after. I think the week after is where, you know, it really picked up steam. Yeah. And um, I, I think it was I, a th tough there was look. people that went then, too. Yeah, that's, a, a tough that's look the for your last couple of days, a problem. if anything. Yeah. Like, I think, well, I think the point that you, that you mentioned where you left on the 5th, I think you can still get away with that. I think at that point, 
even when I was planning on going to Florida, it, it hadn't really crossed our mind completely that we were not going to be able to go. So I'll, I'll give you that. But that second week, as you kind of crept into that, that weekend of like the 11th, 12th, towards the back end of your trip is where things got a little bit dicey. So I think that's where that, you know, that emotion and uh, kind of reactive behavior might have stemmed from, from us at least, just just looking from okay. the outside looking in. So I want But then you got to go through and like try to move up a flight and everything. Like that's an absolute nightmare. I wouldn't want to do what that. You, exactly. What are you going to nitpick at two days? You know what I mean? We're flying out the 13th. What am I going to change my flight to the 10th? I mean, that's a how big a difference is a day? Drew called me a scumbag, I think. Oh, I think, that's I, great. I think he said it was a scumbag. I might have. So. I want to officially apologize to you. I think I was in a very, um, <clears throat> all right, <laughs> a very pent up mood. Just pent up, yeah, type of mood. When you get the details, and like I said, you realize that you know, the fifth. I'll give you the fifth. I'll give you that. I'll give you the dates that you said, and I accept the explanation that you gave us. I, and I appreciate you coming on and defending your honor. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Well, thank, and like thank you for having me, boys. The eleventh of March is when they shut down all the sports and stuff. I think that coincides with, you know, the shutdown of pretty much everything else. Yeah. I mean, restrictions of air travel, refunds, whatnot. But, yeah, you go a week after that, and I got no sympathy for what we said. I was yeah. expecting end of March when the, the way you guys were talking about it, I was like, oh, he went at the end of the month. But Oh, uh, I agree. It was I'll crazy. Say, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know the date. I'm just looking on social media, and Curtis is bringing it up, and he's like, He's just feeding, like, pouring so you, gas onto the fire. You started throwing like, out scumbag with no one. And I'm just, like, f- like growing, like, into this, like, huge flame. I think it might have been worse than scumbag. I think I, it was, like. What's worse than that? Scum of the earth. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Scum of the earth. I, I, I think when I said those things, I don't, I don't think I was thinking of you specifically. I think I was thinking oh, yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. No, I no. I, I mentioned him specifically. <laughs> no, I think I was right. genuine. Like, I think I was genuinely thinking of those people on Twitter. Who were like, yeah, if Corona gets me, it gets me. The people who are like six beers deep being interviewed on yeah. like Fort Lauderdale Beach Boulevard. Do you like those some... people have no, have I have no sympathy for. Do you know some folks who went after you? Um, Matt Heckman, I know. Oh, the week after. <laughs> no, no, no. So uh, Heckman, that's that's brutal. From Heckman, there okay. we're gonna have to rip him apart, Drew. I. Throw the line out. He's a what? Oh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to just say that. Okay. When you look back, it, it was a pretty intense um, allegation that I made. And I already apologized. I did. And we get the yeah. whole picture. It makes it look a little bit better. It's just you a know, really tough one. I'm going to say there's people who don't care, you know, depending on what your opinion is. But at this point, when you look back at it from a day like today, you, you sort of form a different opinion about somebody else. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you know, I, I think I understand because it was it was first episode jitters. You know that happens. <laughs> so, so I accept your apology. Drew, two minutes. People were saying for two minutes he did not get a yeah. word in. And, and, and you know, and you know what happened once I did start talking? I started coughing and sniffling to the high heavens. <laughs> Whether that was early stages of of the first episode asthma? jitters. Yeah, As, I don't know, but here we are. Absolutely. All right, Cal. Thanks for coming on the pod, defending the honor of the family. We're glad to hear you weren't part of the the Heckman wave. That's for sure. <laughs> well, thanks for having me, boys. I hope this uh, podcast lasts longer than uh, Mr. McKenzie Coins. <laughs> oh, all right, little chirp.
And with some breaking news this week, our biggest news of the week for sure, we got the Beneath the Bar crew, the first original podcast really to come out of Gloucester way back in 2017. Uh, They were a little technologically challenged back then. We hope we can provide them with uh, the social media expertise maybe and some iTunes and Spotify viewing and basically just get them off the ground and running because they got the good content. So welcome Welcome home, boys, Adam, Kenzie, and Jaybird. Brown bag, brown bag. Thanks for having us, boys. <laughs> oh, it's good to be here. I know it was yeah. a, a tough acquisition to make a deal. We've been in, in weeks discussion here. <laughs> Adam, what, what made you turn the tide? Um, you know, there was a lot of deliberation between my camp. Um, the offer was on the table. We kind of mulled it over. And, you know, I think as we talked about today, you know, it's a, it's a pride thing being the first pod on the island, taking a couple of years off. Um, then I once I kind of reevaluated, went through the possibilities, what you guys are doing. I said, you know, you can't can't let pride get in the way of good business. Um, we thought just where we were at the time, you know, this was an opportunity we just couldn't pass up. You guys have the technology that we we lack, so to speak. Um, we're content guys. Took two years off, kind of just recalibrated and, you know, rest the brain bucket a little bit. And uh, we're excited to dive back in and get into it. Yeah, absolutely. Me and Drew and Dev are excited to have you guys. Uh, We'll be featuring you on our page with the Beneath the Bar title, and it'll be your own show. I know that was part of the uh, stigma of not joining us was maybe there'd be some CEO overhead or anything like that. But (laughs) we (laughs) we don't have that many good ideas, so we need some. Does Dev know about the acquisition yet? Or is he getting this on the fly? No, no. We we told him. We discussed it in the text this morning. He is uh, in the loop. I know, Jaybird, you're going to be the producer over there, so we're going to have to be collaborating a little on the uh, edits and, and whatnot, unless you are already balls deep in that. Yeah, producer is pretty high title for me. I mean, I just run the Twitter account. You let these guys <laughs> I just like my name attached to great content. So That's good. We're, That's we're good. excited. Uh, anything you want to tell the viewers here, the audience, about the podcast, what you guys will be discussing? Uh, maybe a teaser on who your first guest will be. Who knows? I mean, yeah, I mean, you want to take a boss? Yeah, we're usually pretty current events type people. We kind of just go with the flow of the news and everything. Um, I got to tell you, the, the break in sports is kind of hindering us a little bit on stuff to talk about. But we do have, uh, I got confirmation from two high profile uh athletes in the city today that uh, they, w- they will be our first two guests um i don't know who's gonna go first depending uh, i think we got an idea who's coming first and uh i think we can get some uh get some stories out of them if we'll tell them to us yeah and just knowing who it may be uh there is a professional athlete in there as well he is, he is in fact a professional big, athlete. big if true big if true Drew, you got and anything just, to add? You've been pretty silent up there. I, I've, I've just been kind of letting it unfold. I, I will say a couple things. I love that chain. I'm very jealous of the chain that Ken's is wrapping. That's it looks like kind of a David Ortiz type of chunky, like high roller, you know, type of type of look to it. Uh, happy to have you guys, you know, part of the team, and excited to see what we can accomplish together as the, uh, I would say, the top podcast in uh, on the island right now, regardless of who's entering the game, who's leaving the game. I think we got to just continue to push here and take over. I like yeah, it. you got the blinders on, too. You don't even know who's in the game right now, do you? <laughs> uh, we know who's in the game. <laughs> we know who's in the game. 
And just to kind of piggyback off my partner there in terms of what we're going to, what we're looking to bring to the table. I think if you look at our, our segment as beneath the bar, you know, it's a malleable pod, meaning Big one. malleable. Word of we the can week. take many different forms. Um, you know, you, you allude to sports and sports is obviously, you know, a, a very big topic in the podcast world. However, I think any, anybody can get up there and just start talking about sports on TV. You know, we don't necessarily want to be the sports. I can turn on my tube, you know, everybody and their mother's talking about Tom Brady leaving the pants. You know, we don't want to just be up here regurgitating, you know, some sports takes. Um, our content is very off the cuff. We don't come in. We're not planning anything. We just, you know, talk about some very some taboo topics maybe and or just some really outlandish <laughs> out there type stuff that you know for lack of better terms puts asses in the seats and that's what it's about like i said we're not tech guys that's why we kind of came to you you know we're here to put people in the seats and then hopefully you guys cut it up make it all cool music whatnot i love what you guys are doing and i think together we'll we, we can just boost this brand just to the next level you know, brick by brick, to quote, to quote the great press. I'm yeah, ready to run through absolutely. a wall after hearing that. And I think your sports podcast talk about, you know, anybody can talk sports. You look at the foreplay pod on Barstool. Those guys stink. They know nothing about golf. And I have to listen to them do good interviews every day. And I'm just sitting there like, Riggs just did a, a video cutting from the freaking sand at Pinehurst to try to get up and down. And he gave himself nine friggin' shots for three up and downs. That's pathetic. That's a bogey every goddamn hole. The best th- thing about Twitter is you just click the unfollow button, you don't listen to foreplay pod, <laughs> and you just have a happy life. I got it, though. I got I gotta. <laughs> that's, that's what this podcast is based off of, Jason. That's what puts the asses I in the I can't seat. wait till November 7th, 2020. I'm going to be reposting every friggin' Instagram. Happy birthday shout-out to me. Oh. I'm going to have a story with 25 little caterpillars on the Yeah, whoa. One of your guests. One of your guests coming on did that, and I, I got a bone to pick. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a little bit of a chunk in your life, too. He's helped you out a little yeah, bit. So the, that's, mentor. the mentor. That hits home a little bit right there. It does. Well, thanks, guys, for coming on for the big announcement. Uh, the start of a large organization, we hope, and that's about it. So beneath the bar. They'll be coming out pretty soon here. We got some mics shipping in. Could take a bit, but we're going we're gonna to make do with what we got and get this audio up and running. All right, Follow boys. us on Twitter. Yeah. Beneath the bar. All right, boys. Yeah, thanks for uh, We're happy to be here looking to pump out some good shit. Later. And we're going to wrap it up today, folks, with some thoughts on how the high school athletics will continue. I know in previous weeks we talked a little bit about professional sports, maybe some what I like to call ocho sports, but today we're going to get down to the basics and talk high school sports. I know, Curtis, you mentioned you had um, overheard a discussion between the Gloucester High School AD. Um, the MIAA, you know, referencing just referencing what they've pushed out. Uh, May 4th is their like projected date of being back in school starting the uh schedule and whatnot everybody getting back on may 4th and going from there on a condensed schedule uh end of june would be the end of the season per se and they'd have a state tournament but it would only go up to sectional finals it wouldn't have a state championship huh well i mean at first glance i don't i realistically 
don't see May 4th being like that's I don't think that's going to happen. I think that's way too early. And I mean, if we're talking about revisiting after the fact, I just don't know what the schedule looks like. Devin, I want to get your input. Yeah, I think that's way too soon. I mean, I'm not going to act like I'm some expert on this. Like, I really don't know much, but I feel like the way it's going right now and the way we're still like pretty much on lockdown, I mean, May 4th is soon. Like, and if any, if there's even one confirmed case of it, and it's the same thing like for the NBA and everything too. It's like they shut their entire league down because of one confirmed case. Like that's all they knew when they shut everything down. So if there's only one case, which is, I feel like pretty likely the way this thing's been spreading, even by May, a few weeks from now, I, I just I think that's going to be too soon to get that big of a crowd together. Yeah, and here's my not issue with it, but yeah, I guess it's an issue. The why would they not have a state championship game? I understand. If you're going to go through all this, then why would you leave doing a state one game? You're leaving it like literally one to two games short yeah. of the entire thing for no apparent reason. Like, oh, we want to get it done by the end of June. My thing is, I think it's easier to set up a schedule. Say the school doesn't come back. Worst case scenario. Why can't you do sports if the world's opened back up in like end of June, July, August? And I know Drew's, summer, right? Drew's concern is August running into college, which is obvious. Definitely. But if you do it ends in early August or you can fit it in the two months, why wouldn't you do that? You're literally only working around people's work schedules. So you could move to a lot of night games would probably help a ton of people out. Uh, and you yeah. can bury it for days of the week. Uh, there could be weekend games. It, I think it's an easy fix for the MIAA to continue with the schedule even if there is no class or school going on. I mean, there's a lot of other factors that are going to come into it. If you do start going into the summer like that, some people nights are worse, you know, if they have a job that's at the night, like it's just a lot of different factors. It's still definitely possible, but even if you kept the time frame that they have, I'd rather see like a shorter regular season in a state championship game. Like why would you not have a state championship? If you're going to go through the whole trouble of setting up this whole season. I mean, I feel like that's, the most important thing to have. Yeah, and I think the ability for people to choose, say, if you knew what the schedule was going to be or if there was a proposed, people could build their work schedule, work with their you know, yeah. bosses or whatever to still be able to play and finish your senior year of high school if you're yeah. a senior. I'd, and, I'd and rather, so. I'd even rather see them like, like, why would you go up to a sectional final and then not? I'd rather see a regular season and then take, like, the top two seeds and they play the state championship or some other format like that instead of stopping short. That yeah, doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Just discuss drawing down the playoff bracket so you have that extra So that you space. have a championship game. Yeah, it makes no yeah. sense. I mean, that to me is just outrageous to be like, yeah, we're going to go all the way and we're going to stop it just short of a state championship. Yeah, to jump through the hoops, too, like Devin said, like, to do all of the all of the digging to make this happen and then to not allow these kids to play for a state championship, it just doesn't make sense. So, yeah, I, I think the main argument across the board, regardless of league, sport, doesn't matter, is people keep talking about the same exact thing, like shortening the playoffs. And, and my point would be to exactly what you said, Devin, why not cater the regular season to, to ensure that everybody has an even shot at the playoffs and a state championship because that's what you're jumping all of these – through all these hoops to do in the first place is to to allow that to happen so yeah, yeah it just doesn't really seem to add up they are talking about a condensed schedule but with that why not make it so you can fit it the whole thing and not just the condensing the, the most important part exactly yeah in a way which is odd 
that's all we got for this week. Be tuning in and looking on our social media accounts for our newest episode, as well as the Beneath the Bar podcast that'll be coming out shortly. Thanks. Godspeed. What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Sazits. Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Group.